Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. How to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm an interior designer and feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me a floor plan reading expert. Energy design is like astrology for your home and your life. And who doesn't want more of that? I believe in all things pretty. In fact, my team and I love the pretty. But what makes my firm different is that we can help you create designs that are also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and today I've got on health and wellness expert, Alex Stewart. We had so much fun doing this show, and I think you are going to just love her. At the early age of 28, she learned that her health was plummeting. And like most folks, she was taken down like the ordinary allopathic direction of prescription drugs and Western remedies and just shit that doesn't work. But something in her woke up and made her think, hmm, this might not be the only way. So after suffering for years with tonsillitis, fatigue, and many other autoimmune disorders, she decided to take back her health and empower others to do the same. In addition to talking about our broken health system, we also discussed the health risks of many of the chemicals that surround us in our everyday lives. And a special bonus, we also talked about Dr. Joe Dispenza and his life-changing work that teaches us how to heal with our minds. It was really, really a great conversation. Some real quick housekeeping. Next week is 4th of July. I actually have Tisha Morris and Rachel Lang back on the show. They're actually, I'm going to put them up next Tuesday to talk about the blockbuster month of July. We're going to discuss the retrograde, what it is, and how to navigate it symptoms because we often have side effects when we have all this astrological stuff going on and what might be showing up for you and then of course we're going to talk about the lunar and solar eclipse as well so you know we talked about the 13 ways to cultivate your chi a couple weeks ago and the thing is is that these symptoms can be pretty big you know when you've got all this stuff going on in the stars it can really affect how you feel how you show up for me personally I often get really, really fatigued. Like I feel like I haven't slept in days when in actuality I may have slept for 10 hours. So I know that it affects everybody differently. Deborah here in the office, she's usually like superwoman and supercharged and like bouncing off the walls. So it tends to affect us all dramatically different, but it's important to know one, that it's occurring and two, why it's occurring. And then three, how the hell to navigate it all so that you don't feel like you're going crazy, right? (laughs) Uh, And yes, uh, I've had some emails coming in. People are already starting to ask about mastering feng shui. If you're interested in signing up for the course, be sure to get on the wait list now. Uh, You can go to the website to uh, get on the wait list. And if you're on that wait list, you gain access to enrollment before the general public does, and you also receive a discount. You can find out more at the website, interiorvibes.com. And uh, if you're curious as to where that is, all you've got to do is under the navigation bar, you'll see uh, online courses, and that's where the wait list is. 
All right. I've also got a new service called Fast Feng Shui. So if you're interested, head on over to the website to learn more about that. Okay, back to Alex. Today, she and I are going to talk about how to take control of your own health, the dangers of chemicals known as endocrine disruptors, and how to take better care of our planet and focus on the things that matter most. It's going to be a kick-ass show. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm super excited. Today, I have Alex Stewart on the show, and I'm excited to have her on. She is actually in Australia. And um, one of the things that really made me laugh out loud is that as we were doing research uh, on Alex, um, there was this quote on her website, and I think this is such a kick-ass way to start this show. I sometimes feel like I was born drinking shots of enthusiasm before an all-you-can-eat buffet piled high with creative ADD and buckets of justice. (laughs) (laughs) How's that for a quote? But I really do feel like that sometimes. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Alex. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. So I think that you are exactly uh, the epitome of the type of person that needs to you know, help us get our shit together when it comes to our health. And um, I'm just really curious, before we really dive in, uh, we were talking a little bit uh, before the show about Dr. Joe Dispenza, which we are so going to go there. Uh, But before we get into all the meat, tell us your story. How the hell did you get into all this and, and, you know, end up where you are now? Yeah, it's it's a really lovely story in retrospect but the the challenges that you experience along the way make you think why the heck is this happening to me um but the story goes which it goes for so many of us who then feel called to help find solutions and support others on their journeys is that i was sick and i was sick all the time and i got tonsillitis three four five times a year strep throat you guys call it and, uh, and I was on that merry-go-round where you get sick, you go to the doctor, you get the pills, you get better for a couple of months, then you get sick again, then you go to the doctor again, you get the pills. And I just started to realize that I was being put on bigger antibiotics, stronger antibiotics, sometimes having to do another round of antibiotics. They just started to lose their power to the point where I was on the strongest antibiotics you can be for strep throat. And the third round of antibiotics did nothing. And it was a real wake-up call from a really dark place where I was 28. And I was like, I should be so healthy and strong. This is ridiculous. Why does this keep happening to me? There's got to be a different way to, to approach this. And a girlfriend of mine happened to be dropping over a soup that night. Uh, and she said, look, I know it's a bit hippy-dippy, but you know, have you considered going to see a naturopath? Now, you guys in the States uh, have naturopathic physicians, so they get to do a whole doctor's degree and naturopathy. Here, a naturopath does a Bachelor of Health Sciences, and so you really just study the biochemistry and everything, but not at the level of becoming a, a general practitioner. And it's still an incredible profession. And the depth of knowledge these people had, like as I started to discover and have my chats with my naturopath, Christine, was they knew how to get the body talking to itself better. They knew how to help the systems communicate better. They knew how to take pressure off certain systems that had pressure put on them so that you could throw everything at your immunity if you needed 
to focus on that right now. And I had just never really realized that the whole body was the whole body. You know what I mean? It's like my, my integrative dentist always says, you know, the mouth is actually connected to the rest of the body. <laughs> and I just think that's such a great thing for us to stop treating everything as these tiny little compartments of single problems and realize that our bodies need tools holistically to uh, to then learn how to heal themselves. They're, they're born to try and fix problems themselves down there in our cells and, and our biochemistry. So it was really an amazing first meeting where she sent me off with some herbs uh, and uh, a very simple chicken broth, um, well-cooked carrots, well-cooked brown rice, just, just have that, nothing else for three, four days and the herbs and tell me how you go. And I got better. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's like a witch doctor. That's crazy. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even take medicine. You know what I mean? Because I'd been brought up as a typical convenience kid of the 80s uh, to, to believe that you needed to knock things out with, with pharmaceuticals. That's just what my world was uh, and, and still is for millions of people today, right? So... Um, so I went to her with another problem once she sorted out the tonsils and linked it to gluten and, and helped me identify where the gluten was in my diet, which was pretty much every single meal mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and helped me move towards a whole foods diet. I literally stopped getting tonsillitis. I just, I had it once briefly after I gave birth to Sam, my son, who's now 10. Uh, and the reason I had it was because, you know, when you're pregnant, um, you tend to lose any allergies and intolerances that you have. And, uh, and I was like lured back into a false sense of gluten security. And, uh, and even after he was born, I was like, see, I'm fine. Oh, I got tonsillitis. So there was definitely a link for me. And, uh, and so I went back to her uh, that same first year that I saw her for the tonsils. I said, look, you know, funny one, the doctors have told me I might have early onset menopause. She's like, there's nothing funny about that. Say more. <laughs> okay, well, I've had all these tests. I haven't had a period for two years. She said, were you on the contraceptive pill? I said, yes. Uh, and I stopped it. And then I stopped. I just didn't get my period back. And this is two years later. She was furious that I'd been told that so casually, again, with the herbs and a couple of other supplements. And she had me swinging again within six weeks after, um, after doing a proper hormone test at the doctors, you know, really getting as much out of the blood work as we could at the time. And, uh, and I was like, right, I am sold on this whole naturopathic thing. This is, you know, people didn't have answers for me and you do. And it really started to make me realise that we're very good in our medical model at acute care, you know, save the day, arms fallen off, heart stopped beating, like really intense, so save the day stuff. Of course, we have the most incredible minds in the world to help us survive some of these things that just would not have been possible even 50 years ago. But we are really terrible at chronic care and we are really terrible at preventative body strengthening work. And uh, as the journey went on, I started to realise it wasn't just about the food I was eating, it was about what I was putting on my skin, what I was including around my home as furniture and textiles choices. Uh, and then, of course, what was going on in my mind, you know, our minds do us the greatest service or disservice depending on uh, where we're channeling our energy. So, and I know you're so passionate about that, right? So uh, it really made me start to see that there was a way to live where we were um, 
beautifully aware of the choices we made every day. And that once I figured it out for myself and realized 10 years ago, there were not many people helping other people do this. I felt really called to support others uh, who were smart people, well-educated, just like me, but in that process of being educated all through school and university, not once had we been told that what we put on us or in us or had all around us or had going on in our heads had any impact on our health, really, other than like, you know, commercials where you see the sloth in the couch and then some friend dragging them along and it's a cute little cartoon to get them moving. That was pretty much the health messaging and the Oprah diets from every latest celebrity with a protocol. That was what we grew up with. So I wanted to create a new new paradigm, if you like, where we looked at life, we became aware of what we were allowing into our lives, what we were funding with our dollars based on the things we were buying. And I called it a low-tox life because... I really hate words like know this and free that and um, non. I find them quite negative and I find them quite black and white and the world's just not black and white. As much as we would love for everything to be super simple and do this and you get this result and this is the perfect way and every other way sucks, it's not like that. There are different things that work for different people. There's different budgets. There's different amounts of time people have and I really wanted people to feel like they could jump on board no matter where they were at how much time they had, whatever their budget was. And low tox rather than no tox was kind of how I came to creating a more embracing, um, gentle sounding vibe. Yeah, that's how I got here. So now it's a podcast. It's a four times best-selling book. Uh, it's the blog. It's uh, eight, nine e-courses now. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but it's been an amazing decade of of learning and teaching and building community. I feel very, very lucky to do the work I do. Oh, I think it's proof positive that when you really align with your purpose, you know, it's, it's kind of like you're on a bumpy road and then you hit your stride and then, you know, you're on the freeway or the highway or whatever you call it over there in Australia. Um, yeah, freeway, highway. Both <laughs> we watch a lot of American movies, so we end up saying the same things anyway. <laughs> But I think what's interesting is um, for the listeners that are listening today, uh, I would encourage you to go back. Uh, I had Lori Jacobs on the show back in 2014. She's a naturopath and she had a great story about how she had uh, suffered from alopecia for 12 years and she just suffered with it. And it wasn't until her daughter started experiencing severe fatigue at age 15 and um, she took her to doctor after doctor after doctor. And it was like, it was getting to the point of why can't you guys figure this out? This is ridiculous. They couldn't even, they would drop her off at school and she would have to pick her up by one or two o'clock in the afternoon because the fatigue was so bad that she mm -hmm. couldn't even stay awake at school. And then she would come home. She wouldn't eat. She would go straight to bed and she would stay asleep until the next morning and they would drop. I mean, it was a vicious cycle. Very what vicious. What did it end up being? Um, was it mold or? It, it wasn't mold. I'd have to go back and listen to the show. I, I'll listen to the show. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was back in um, 2014. Lori Jacobs, she's an herbalist and a, a naturopath, but she uh, had um, something with fatigue. Uh, mm -hmm. 
chronic fatigue syndrome, I think is what it was. Uh, And so interestingly enough, uh, Lori's grandmother was um, an herbalist and she had her uh, grimoire in like her attic and she had never paid any attention to it, never looked at the recipes, never like didn't take it seriously because nowadays there's real medicine. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, so many of us think that. And yeah. yeah. And so she found this book of recipes and she started making tinctures and she started making salves. And uh, within six weeks, her daughter was 100% back to normal. Oh, and wow. So God, she, herbs are just so magical. Yeah. And I think people just really underestimate them. And uh, I think what was so fascinating is she was like, hmm, I wonder, I wonder if there's something I could do for this alopecia that I'm suffering from. And she put together a tincture and lo and behold, six weeks later, her hair started to grow back. I mean, it was that simple. And so she dropped everything and quit her job and became an herbalist and a naturopath because it was so profound for her. And, and she agreed. Uh, she said the same thing as you. She said, you know, when it comes to the chronic and acute problems, we, you know, we need to look to all natural. We need to look to the ancient ways. It's only through trauma that we really need modern medicine. That's where it really mm. comes through. Mm. But I think that what's curious is that we have been so conditioned to believe that, you know, oh, well, this is, this is just how it is. You know, I have tonsillitis. I have, I have oh, hello, strep throat. I, you know, I suffered from that a lot when I was a child. That is not a walk in the park. Oh my God, no, strep throat, worst. Yeah. But I think a lot of people just, you know, chalk it off to it's, I'm getting older, or this is just the way that it is. Or, you know, they don't look to their food system. They don't look to the chemicals that is in the water, in the makeup, in the food system, you know, in our environment. And I'm curious, you know, there's got to be in everybody's routine. You know, now that you're this expert, you have all of this amazing information out there for somebody who's listening today. That's just like, Oh my God, Amanda, that's a lot. It's in everything. Like, where do I start? Where do you Mm. typically get people, you know, involved in this? How do you get them started? Yeah. So my favorite thing is to issue something I call the box challenge. And the box challenge is where you look around your house at your scented candles, your air fresheners, uh, scented reeds, if you've got some of those, uh, fabric softener, uh, and and any heavily perfume, maybe your personal perfume fragrance, and put them all in a box and put them in the garage and leave them there. So I'm not asking you to throw anything away, no big grand gestures yet, but just leave them there for two, three weeks. Three weeks is preferable. And by the time three weeks rolls around, I want you to bring that box back in the house, unpack the fabric softener, put a wash on, put a dryer on, you know, get it going, get it permeating the air, light the candles, plug the air freshener into the wall, put your scented reeds back on the mantelpiece and just observe how you feel. And I guarantee you, having done this with the 5,000 people from 49 countries now who have done our Go Low Toxic course, this is one of the very first things I make them do, uh, I guarantee you the results are extraordinary. Number one, you realise how toxic and foreign all of that stuff is. Number two, you go, oh, my gosh, like that literally 
that three weeks, I didn't get headaches or migraines. I didn't have hay fever once. I felt really clear in my mind. And then I brought all this stuff back and boom, the hay fever, I've got a headache today, the brain fog, all the things. And the reason I get people to do that is because synthetic fragrance permeates most things across our house, right? I mean, it is in shampoo, it's in our face cream, it's in, uh, it's even in mascara now. I mean, they're trying to get synthetic fragrances into everything. And one of the compounds that's typically used uh, in the majority of products to create synthetic fragrance is a chemical called a phthalate. And phthalate, um, P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E-S, for the nerds out there who like taking notes, I'm, I totally am one of you guys, <laughs> I always like to spell that one out. Um, these are the things that make synthetic fragrances stick. So you know that way, Amanda, when you, maybe you catch up with a friend at a, a, a cafe, you give them a hug and a kiss, and then you go about your day and maybe the hair flicks back into your face from the wind, the way it's blowing, and you smell that friend, like as if they were right there, as if you had literally just kissed them, but now it's like six, seven hours away. Yeah. Have you experienced that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what that is, is that is the phthalate doing its job to make that fragrance stick, to make it long lasting. In the world of chemistry, it is a plasticizer. So it's used to soften plastics things like um, your cling wraps and things like that. Uh, and uh, those like really squishy plastic balls that we unfortunately often give our dogs to play with in the park. Go the tennis ball, much better option. Um, and, and this plasticizer in fragrances makes the fragrance stick. So what it actually does is it disrupts our hormones. It's one of the endocrine disruptors. So it disrupts our endocrine system. Uh, by mimicking estrogen and this is a disaster for a, a particular group of people in our society called men boys and unborn baby boys and the reason this is such a powerful topic the phthalate uh, is because quite often women champion going natural and switching things to safer in their homes and they're like oh how do I get my men my teenage boys to give a shit about this stuff I feel like I'm banging my head against a brick wall and and everyone's just calling me a hippie but if you look at the research it dramatically affects male fertility and male sexual organ function and this, there couldn't be a better way to get guys on board than to make them realize this is for them that we really need to make these choices. For, for women, it tends to boost our fertility because if we take these things away and we stop, um, if you like, uh, surrounding ourselves with synthetic fragrances, then we're lowering the toxic load of endocrine disruptive products in our lives, which means that can only be better for our natural hormone systems to work more effectively. So it's great for fertility for both sexes. It's great for people who have severe headaches, migraines or hay fever. Uh, and these tend to be the people who benefit the most. Now, I don't know if you've looked around your group of friends lately, but that's pretty much everyone these days. So it is such an amazing transformation to remove synthetic fragrances from your life wherever you possibly can. And then to kind of chill out when you can't. You know, maybe you'll go to a friend's house, there's a candle burning. I am notorious for literally just casually blowing them out. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> But, um, but, and they kind of know that about me. They don't say anything. It's hilarious. But 
you know, sometimes you just got to go with the flow because it's not in your control. But what I always like to say is this is really about what we do day to day that matters, not what we do some days. You know, it's, it's, it's what we're doing in our homes, which we spend so much of our time in, in modern life, um, that really is going to make the biggest impact. And I can't tell you the amount of people who've said, I don't get hay fever, I don't get headaches, I don't have migraines anymore, and by the way, we were able to have a baby without IVF this time. Crazy, crazy stuff from just getting rid of synthetic fragrances. It's mental. Uh, so, yeah, it's a really, it's a really wonderful um, powerful thing you can do. And it's one of the biggest things you can do because it goes across so many categories of things that we buy. So I always like to just throw everybody in the deep end and get the really hard thinking done first where we go, okay, actually I'm going to have to change quite a bit. That's okay. I mean, the beautiful thing about 2019 is we are so spoilt for choice now on the swaps. Uh, there are companies that make it economical, accessible, deliverable to your door, you know, it's, it's just really not hard to do. We just need to know what we need to do and what to swap to. Yeah, and I think it's really important to educate yourself. Um, I want to mention I've got a fantastic blog post that I actually wrote, I want to say six years ago. It's called The Shocking Truth About Toxic Air Fresheners. And yeah. I talk about the phthalates. You know, we're we're doused with phthalates and parabens and formaldehyde and chemicals and benzene. And I, there's so much shit in our, the stuff that you use that you don't pay attention, but air fresheners, especially, and this goes for the candles as well. Most are designed to deal with you. So those air fresheners are basically masking natural odors by overpowering them with the highly concentrated commercial chemicals. And all they do is coat your natural uh, uh, nasal passages. They put like an oily film to impair your ability to smell. So what happens is, is that oil is nerve deadening and that's what the phthalates are. And they attack your nasal passages so that you can't smell. So you think that they're working, but in reality, when people come over, they just smell like a apple cinnamon cat box. Mm. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and the thing that's really important about this is not only is it an endocrine disruptor, but uh, it causes irreversible. Let me say that again. It's irreversible damage to the nasal passage. So if you have a lot of those throughout your home, a lot of people love the Glade plugins and um, yeah. you know the scented candles and things like that. And the problem is, is that they have um, done tests on women, especially that um, had them, you know, 10 years ago and no longer have them and they can still find them in their bloodstream. Like the chem, mm. that oily film is still in their body. So and that is why in fat tissues as well, right? Yes. Yeah. Because oil and oil. So mm. it's such an important thing what Alex is doing because she's educating people um, I just go off on a tangent and a rant because of the energy aspect and what it does to yeah, our aura yeah. and our energy yeah, fields and our chi and it affects the chi of your home. <laughs> well, absolutely. And there's some really fascinating research on how it makes us match up to the wrong mates because we don't actually smell each other. And that's right. part of our natural animal instinct 
Uh, and so when we cloud that with these synthetic fragrances, now I'm not saying go find the guy with the worst BO. He's the one for you. Like that's not what I'm saying, but you know, we definitely still want to have a shower a couple of times a day, but um, interesting to think about like how synthetic and how disconnected um, how, you know, a world we've created for ourselves and, and the, the disconnects that are therefore ensuing all over the place. So yeah, I find it, um, it, it's a, it's a very empowering thing. And, you know, like we are both fans of beautiful Dr. Joe Dispenza's work. We were talking about this before we hit record and something I love that Joe so eloquently said, helps people do, uh, is to literally start becoming aware of the, the thoughts you're having. I want us to become aware of the dollars we're spending on what? Where does it come from? Who makes it? How much does their CEO earn compared to the little guy on the factory floor? And do you feel that that is a system of justice? And the awareness is so powerful because you stop thinking, oh, I love the smell of that pretty apple cinnamon, you know, candle. And you start thinking, how the frick did they get chemical apple and cinnamon fragrances into the wax? You know, and how did that wax get made out of soy? Uh, turns out that that's a really, really dodgy process. It's hydrogenation. Um, and then when I burn that in my home, you know, and if you bring awareness to it, it stops being pretty. It stops being something lovely that you would want to gift a friend for their birthday. It starts being an ugly symbol of a world you don't want to pay for anymore. And I think that that aspect is a really powerful piece to add to making this a really empowered, easy thing to move forward from, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I'm I'm going to tie this back into more shit that I say on this show all the time. Thank you to my <laughs> listeners who let me rant. Um, the other thing is, is palm oil. I go on and on and on about palm oil, and it is my nemesis. It's the one thing that brings me to my knees because it affects me so greatly. It, it just, mm. it breaks my heart. And a lot of the, the same products that have all these chemicals and phthalates and parabens and formaldehyde also have palm oil in them. And what Alex was just talking about, um, you have to really, this is where the, I talk about conscious consumerism all the time and the way that a company uh, runs its business, how transparent is it? Um, how are they treating their employees? How are they making their profits? When we take it back to palm oil, the greed, the insurmountable greed and the record-breaking profits that they are making on your dollar because your dollar is a vote, it's outrageous. That's why you mm. want to look into companies like B corporations because they are certified for treating their employees well. It's a, a well-known environment where they're giving back. Um, a lot of them give a portion of their proceeds to well-known charities like 1%. And they are good companies that are transparent that are making fair profits and they're doing their processes in a fair uh, in just way. So it, it, it does matter because when you buy that, you know, piece of crap candle, not only are you burning chemicals into your home that could cause you not to get pregnant or could cause your skin to break out, cause you to have eczema, cause you to have headaches, brain fog, joint pain. I mean, the list goes on and on. 
the thing is, is that, you know, you voted by buying that product. So the more that you get educated on it, and I, here's the thing too, which Alex mentioned when she goes to a friend's house, I go to a friend's house who has those air fresheners all over her damn house. And within an hour of being in her house, I can't breathe. My nose is stuffed up. My eyes are watering. Like it's horrible because I'm mm. no longer living in that environment. So I think your box idea is fabulous because it allows you to see how those products that you think you need are really affecting you and mm, that's right. the system. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, it forces us to bring our awareness to them by not having them in our lives. I still remember when I ditched everything and I'm such an A-type. As soon as I learned about endocrine disruptors, I was like, right, they're all gone today. <laughs> just, I like it. But some people, you know, we have to encourage all the different forms of learners and the different energies and the way that they adopt new information. Some people are like, I'll wait till it's finished and then I'll swap it out. And, you know, everyone takes us all so it's all good no judgment um but that's what I did and then I remember going to my mum's place and she must have had the dryer going um with those you know those dryer sheets yeah um and they're really really heavily scented and I was winded as I walked through the door I was like mom you are literally trying to poison us this is crazy <laughs> um and uh and she is now like a full hippie grandma she's great I love it. So yeah, we yeah. like to hear that. Well, yeah. and I think that's the thing is, you know, we've just been really conditioned to think that, you know, our homes are filthy and they smell disgusting. And, you know, when you get back to basics and you burn good quality incense and you open up your windows and you get rid of all those chemicals and you feel great, you're like, man, I've been living under a rock. Like who knew it could be this good? Um, and I also want to mention, you know, one of the reasons that I really got into it myself is 10 years ago, I had a major health scare. I was diagnosed with ovarian cancer and I was in my early thirties and I was told to get my affairs together. And I mean, oh it was just like, oh my God, like, okay, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm, mm. I just barely turned 30 and I'm supposed to be getting my affairs in order. And it was just so matter of fact, like, mm. yep, is what it is. And so that was what really forced me to start getting into what was going on in my environment. Yeah. And I think what is the, the key thing, what's so big about uh, my show is I always talk about, you know, the energy aspect and, and bringing in uh, the transcendental, the, the quantum field of, of feng shui and why this matters. And the biggest problem is, is that if you're trying to uh, raise your vibration and you're trying to, my system that I always talk about, Alex, is called either above the cross or below the cross emotions. If you're below, you're in, you know, fear, shame, guilt, disappointment, worry, anger, just, you know, all the shitty emotions. And the goal is to be in those above the cross emotions where you feel joy and happiness and gratitude. And the thing is, is you can't get there if you don't feel well. If you don't yeah. feel well, you're going to be cranky. Absolutely. <laughs> you're going to be operating out of survival. You can't create when you're in survival. It's not possible. Right. And so that is going to affect your vibration and that's going to affect how you manifest. So I want this to be our segue. I talk a lot about um, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, he's got many books out. I think his first one was You Are the Placebo, but my favorite yes. one is Becoming Supernatural because he really talks about 
um, the quantum and how we have the ability to create our reality. But the caveat to this is you cannot create that reality if you have all these chemicals in your awareness because it's Mm going to drag your energy system down. You got to be light and fluffy and, you know, you got to have the good chi in order to get there. But when you do, when you start feeling better and you're, you're taking the time to cultivate your chi and you raise that vibration, then comes in what Dr. Joe teaches about getting into that quantum field and I think what's so remarkable about him is that he, I don't know, was he doing a a triathlon? triathlon. Yeah. 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 And he got hit by a car while he was doing the bike portion and they were going to um, fuse his spine and something in him just felt like that was not, that was not a good thing. And so he literally over six weeks envisioned a completely healthy spine and he did it with his mind. So he now does all of these amazing workshops. And I think this is important because as we're talking about health today and all the chemicals that are in our environment, if you're surrounded by all these things, you may be sitting in a place where you're like, well, Amanda, well, Alex, this is totally hopeless. Like I'm so down in the hole with all my chemicals. I'm never going to be able to rise above this. I think if you can do the box experiment and get your head in the right place and get your vibration in the right place and start feeling better, then you could start working on these exercises to get your mind right so that you can. So Alex actually just got back from one of Dr. Joe's amazing workshops, which I am so jealous of. I've been (laughs) trying for at least three years to get into one of these retreats. And you know what she says to me? Well, you got to manifest it. (laughs) You do. I did. It was sold out the like in every possible way. And I just knew I was going to be there. I just knew. And it makes so much sense because that's what he teaches. I know. I'm like, this is real. Okay. So tell us, tell us uh, about this workshop and this retreat and, and how does it, you know, you're already doing all this amazing work for clients and, and teaching them how to make their lives better by eliminating these chemicals. But, you know, what, what has been the most rewarding thing that you really took away from this that has added to, you know, your own toolbox? Yeah, so uh, I I knew the mind piece was important. I all I, you know for the last few years, I have definitely defined leading a low tox life to be across food, body, home, and mind with an overarching care for our planet. And that's just the way I roll. You know, if we don't have our mindset right, none of the rest matters. Like Joe says, you know, you could just be eating organic stress when you're eating a beautiful <laughs> organic. Amen. And I love that because yeah. I have met so many people who are so OCD about where everything's coming from and they freak out when their friend's chicken isn't organic at the barbecue. And that's just like literally shooting yourself in the foot for all the good work you've done and taking you further behind on the eight ball. So, um, so when I contracted mold illness a couple of years ago, it was about three, four years ago now, and I was very sick for a couple of years. I noticed, uh, you know, I'm the cheeriest, like the, the first quote, the quote that you, <laughs> you introduced me as, that is me. I am like smiley, larger than life, always like, come on, guys, you know, there's got to be a way we could do this. I'm that cheerleader type of person. Uh, and so when I had to operate out of survival and stress for a couple of years because I was so sick, it 
when I came out of being in the danger zone of that illness, which I was in for a while, I noticed my mind was not as strong as it was before. I catastrophized a lot. Uh, if I had a pain, I would instantly think, oh, my gosh, you know, this must be MS. You know, just crazy, crazy, weak thinking, weak thinking, weak body, and I was in a negative feedback loop. And I knew I was. And I had bought a Joe Dispenza course through Hay House early 2017, but it was just sitting there, sitting pretty on the platform, hadn't touched it. And, uh, and towards the end of last year, about October, November, I thought, I cannot tuck my son into bed again one more night and think, gee, I hope I get to watch you grow up. I want to sit there and know I get to watch you grow up and feel so grateful for the present moment of that tuck-in that I'm not even thinking about anything else, let alone thinking about whether I'll be there when he's 18. I was sick of it. I was sick of myself. I was done. And I, I... had read a couple of Joe's books, so I knew of the work really well and I had always admired the work. But there was a thing in me that time, that tucking my son into bed that night that made me think, no, now it's time to do the work. You don't just get to admire it anymore. You've actually got to do this. And so I did the course and I became so, not obsessed is the wrong word, but just so energetically drawn to that course. I finished it every single last minute of it. And the meditation that we did at the end of that course was the first meditation in my life that I felt energetic shifts in my body on a really big scale. And I noticed even just from that first meditation of Joe's that my awareness of the negativity was much, much higher. And so when you're aware of the negative thoughts, you're able to say, no, that's not me. You're able to reject them in a really conscious, intentional way. And then when you're creating in the quantum field, you're genuinely able to rehearse the life you want to step into before it exists. And so I just became this goofy smiler. (laughs) I actually somehow became even more positive than I was. And I think the the way it feels for me is it's a much more relaxed positivity. It's not even like I'm trying to be happy or trying to trust that everything's going to be okay. I just feel it. And, uh, and so I then thought, you know, I got to do something whenever he's coming out to Australia next, I'm going to be there. And I went onto the website and I joined up in the newsletter uh, because I knew that his stuff sold out really fast. And I was heartbroken when I saw that the retreat up on the Sunshine Coast was sold out. But I did see that you could join a wait list. So I did everything I needed to do for that. And I also saw that you had to have done the intensive and the progressive online workshops to qualify to do the advanced retreat. So I was so excited because I was like, wow, I've got this whole two more courses that I got to do. So I did those. And just before the retreat was about to be on, about a month before, uh, a few spots were opened up on the wait list and I bought that thing faster than, you know, mm. you imagine. I just knew I was going to be there. I, I can't explain it. I just knew. And, um, and then, uh, yeah, it was retreat is probably the absolute wrong word to describe. I've that always week. wondered about that. I always <laughs> wondered why you called it that because everybody that I know that has, has gone, there's no retreating. No, (laughs) there really is none. It is the most challenging, awakening, expansive, 
uh, energizing and exhausting thing you could possibly undertake. You will be pushed in ways you don't even realize are possible. Joe has this incredible way to build up your knowledge of physics, Newtonian physics versus quantum physics, the, um, the shortcomings of the Newtonian way of thinking versus the expansive, endless possibilities of quantum thinking. And, uh, and, and so then when, you, when he takes you to an edge of yourself that you have to break beyond, whether it's a physical challenge, you know, I climbed up a huge ladder, hoisted myself onto some tiny thing and then abseiled off the side of a little cliff thing that he made us jump off, you know, just crazy stuff that I would never do. But I had been given the tools to feel confident about expanding, if that makes sense. Uh, and, and, you know, who doesn't want some expansion? Like, gosh, it feels good when you do it. It feels so amazing on the other side. And you just think, why? it's like I always think back to my son and when he was like two and three, he wouldn't slide down the little, you know how a lot of kids' play parks have like a little pole that little kids mm -hmm. kind of slide down mm -hmm. and he wouldn't do it and he was against it and he was like, no, no, no. <laughs> and I couldn't make that kid get excited about that any which way I tried. And then one day he finally slid down and then what did we spend the next hour doing? Yeah. Watching him run around, climb back up, slide back down the pole, run around, <laughs> climb back up, slide back down the pole. He didn't want to stop doing it. Once he had gone over the edge of himself, he was so excited and thrilled that he just wanted to feel that way over and over again. And that for me is the best way to describe what Joe Dispenza helps you do. Well, you've certainly encouraged me to fight like tooth and nail now to, oh, you, can you know, do it, girl. Yeah. I, I'm, I, uh... I'm looking forward. We're going to have a follow-up chat one day <laughs> and later this year, he's going to do Niagara Falls in, I think it's September. So you can go to that one. Oh, okay. You're putting yeah. that seed in my head. All right. I guess I, I sure am. On that one. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I mean, he's got some fantastic, if you guys don't know who he is, he's got some fantastic free talks on YouTube. So I would definitely encourage you to check him out. Um, he does, like Alex said, he is extremely energetic. He's extremely knowledgeable. Um, he talks quickly a lot of the uh, talks that are on YouTube, I mean, it is a lot of information all at once. So a lot of times I have to like watch them a couple of times so that I can digest it. <laughs> yeah, I get that. It's why I actually really recommend people do his courses because then there's a, a flow and you build from basic energy and you build forward. Um, instead of like bite-sized nuggets from lots of different places, I, I um, the I've really enjoyed. Yeah, I've really enjoyed doing it quite methodically. Um, but you know, like when when you meditate six to ten hours a day, which you do in that week, and you do it standing, sitting, lying down, uh, trance state. You know, there's a huge combination of different kinds of meditation. You really start to realize um, the power of pulling the mind out of the body and, uh, and being somewhere in no place, no time, no one, no, nothing, nothing anywhere, because you can create from that place. And then the, the, the theory is, is then you create the, the future before it's made manifest. Uh, so he has you make a, a, an incredibly powerful thing called a mind movie where you literally make a, a PowerPoint video of like 80 slides of 
how you want your future to look. And then you do one of the meditations into a trance-like state and then you switch over from the trance-like state and watch the mind movie in that trance. And, you know, it just... I can't, uh, the, the, the power of doing something like that when you're not here, when you're not thinking, oh, I've got to pick up the kids at three and oh, I've got to do this and I've got to do that and, gee, I hope the sweet potato is going to be better cooked at the lunch buffet and all the things, when all of that's out of our head, all we can do is create new stuff and we get to be the masters of what that new stuff looks like and that's, it, you know, it, it helps us break down the programs of our past uh, which so many of us really struggle to do. So it's an incredibly empowering process. If you want to brave up and go for it, I would highly recommend you find a way to get there. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, you know, you're right. We we tend to get so caught up in the mundane and that becomes our loop. And so because those are the thoughts that we're thinking of constantly, that's what we're creating. And mm. so I think his brilliance is that, he is teaching others how to get out of the mundane. And one of the stories that I love is that mind movie, the, the, uh, it's a husband and wife team that put it together. Yeah. They wanted to make a million dollars with it. And so he had them create a mind movie to create the million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. He uses them. And of course they did it, but um, it's just, it's so fantastic that he's, he's teaching. We, ha we all have this ability within us. We all have the ability to create and, I've heard from so many healers and sages and mystics that if we really knew how powerful we were, we just, you know, we forgot. And so I think what uh, his gift to the world is just in so many ways, he's teaching us how to remember and to know that we have this ability. And if we just simply focus, we can attract it. And look at you did it. You attracted the damn course. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, you know, he always says like, just trust the quantum to just show you like little tasters, little signs in ways that you least expect it, you know. And, um, and I was expecting to just have to buy one of the overseas retreats later on in the year. Then boom, the Aussie one just popped back up into my life. And I was like, oh, there it is. That's how I'm going to get to the course. And you, you do see signs, crazy signs. Like when I was making my mind movie, I was like, I was exhausted. We'd just finished our first day and I knew I needed to get this mind movie done because we were going to start incorporating it into the meditations. And I was like, I'm really, I'm happy with the visuals now. I'm happy with what I've said on each of the slides, but I really want some music that I've never heard before because this is for my future. And so I, I was really passionate about this idea that the music couldn't be something that I knew that would remind me of my old program. Um, even if it was one of my favorite songs, it still then reminds you of like old boyfriends and then that takes you down old wormholes of behavior. And I was like, no, you've got to be new. And then I couldn't find anything. So I just thought, okay, I will use a song I love, but it will be, you know, one of my favorite bands uh, from the 90s. And uh, I really always connected to the lyrics and her voice. So it's going to be energetically powerful. And that's, that's great. And I couldn't get the song from my lap, from my iPhone to my laptop because I owned it already. And I was like, damn it. Okay, it's only two bucks. I'll just buy it again on iTunes. So I Google the band's name and there it is, a new album that day released oh. from that band. Keeping in mind, there was absolutely no talk of this new album. You know, there, 
they hadn't recorded for years. And what was the theme of the album, I ask you? It oh. was about consciousness. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This is just crazy. So yeah. this kind of stuff just starts to happen to you all the time. The when synchronicities, you, yeah. Yeah, when you move out of your... Um, out of your day-to-day program into a, a totally dark black space from which to create. And then when you come back to your body with a new mind, you, um, you just start manifesting some, some pretty cool stuff. I'm, I'm signed up for life now. It's, oh. it's amazing. And I think, you know, the way I relate this back to uh, leading a low-tox life is that you know, imagine making all these beautiful positive changes to your food, changes to the uh, environmental toxins that you're surrounded by and changes to your mind, uh, you know, you become a pretty powerful individual uh, and, and you know, you've got a, a bucket load of energy to spend on the stuff you want to do in life as opposed to having a body that's constantly assaulted by its environment and by the food we're putting in it, always just trying to push poop uphill to make the body work. Um, And that wears down the mind because it never feels so great. And boom, we end up in those negative feedback loops. So for me, it just makes sense to include the mind as one of the the key uh, drivers for change uh, in the overall picture. Yeah. And I would say too, you know, across the board, it doesn't matter what country you go to when people say, what is it that you most want? The number one answer is always to be happy. Mm. So it's very challenging to um, attract that into your life when you don't feel well. And that's Mm. why I think the work that you're doing is so fabulous. I think the work that Dr. Joe is doing, I don't want anybody to go out and sign up for Niagara Falls because I got to get that spot. Challenge accepted. (laughs) You'll all get a spot. There's a spot for everybody. But I definitely say get onto the website and do the intensive and progressive workshops so that you are qualified to do the advanced retreat. Okay. Um, that way there's literally nothing stopping you. Nothing and then when that email way. comes into your inbox announcing that tickets are available, don't say, oh, yeah, I might talk to my husband, I might do this, I might do that. I might... Let me just see if a friend wants to come. Just book it because it will be sold out before you can blink. I believe it. I believe mm. it. Well, Alex, I knew that this time was going to go by fast and I knew. That I know. Gonna... I can't believe we've been talking for an hour. It's crazy. <laughs> if people are interested in learning more about you, where can they find you? Uh, so I'm highly, highly boring with the way I name things. Literally everything is called Lotox Life. <laughs> so if you want to hook up to my podcast, it's Lotox Life. If you want to buy my book on Amazon or uh, book depository, it's Lotox Life. If you want to check out the website, Lotox Life, Instagram, Lotox Life, Facebook, Lotox Life, come say hi. Actually, I think that's pretty awesome because it's easy and we're yeah, so that's inundated. Right. I know. I just <laughs> I like wanted to make it easy for me, which in turn makes it easy for everybody else. It's all oh, good. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you again for saying yes to this and coming on to the show. Oh, it was an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on, Amanda. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening today. My name is Amanda Gates. If you like the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a review or subscribe and show your support in helping our numbers grow so that others can find what we're doing. Uh, Don't forget, I've got Tisha Morris and Rachel Lang back on the show next Tuesday to help us prepare for the blockbuster month of July. 
and all the crazy stuff that's going on in the stars. If you want more information about a floor plan reading, or if you're interested in our new service called Fast Feng Shui, you can go on over to our website. And don't forget, we are transitioning to interiorvibes.com. All right, everyone, trust the vibe because the energy never lies.